Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Alaska Basketball Podcast. Thank you so much again for joining me here on the Alaska Basketball Podcast. I must say, forgive me, I have been down for the last few days. I got hit with the flu. Yes, yours truly got hit with the flu. Put me on my back. I'm just now able to get back up strong again today. Was able to put some orange juice, apple juice, soup, a little bit of everything in me to try to revitalize his body. And I must say that I feel so much better today. And so I wanted to try to go ahead and do another podcast while my, my health is feeling a lot, lot better. So thank you so much for bearing with me. I try to bring you a podcast at least five days a week. That's always my goal. Sometimes it doesn't happen. But I wanted to thank you for you that have been supporting us and, and so forth. Thank you so much. Let's get right to it. I want to talk a little bit about high school basketball very shortly here. And then I want to get into the NBA All-Star Weekend. Just a little bit about local high school basketball here is the Hutchinson Hawks. Hutchinson High School boys won here this past weekend. Beat the Galena High School. They were able to beat them pretty, pretty handily. One of the players that I've mentioned on my podcast before, Ross Matherly, had an outstanding game. From what I understand, he scored 26 points, uh, went 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Just had a solid performance. Just really proud of Hutchison and them being able to pull out this victory. From my understanding, have a good coaching staff over there. And I'm just happy to see that uh, Hutchison is continuing to get better and better. The Hutchison Hawks, the Hutchison High School is basically adjacent to West Valley High School. It's not as big as West Valley, but if you're not familiar with uh, Fairbanks area, Hutchison sits right in the heart of the city and it's adjacent right to West Valley. But they were able to, to, to squeak out, a, to get a good win here this past weekend and just wanted to give a big shout out to them. And I've got to get over there and see them play in person. That's my goal this week and next week coming up. There's not much left in the season, but I definitely want to get over there and watch them play. Switching gears now to the NBA All-Star Game, this All-Star Weekend. Just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what I saw in the All-Star Game. I was able to watch a lot of the festivities, starting with Friday night, Saturday night, and also Sunday. I want to probably just pick up on a little bit about Saturday, some of the events that I enjoyed uh, personally watching. And if you didn't get a chance to watch any of these events, it may inspire you if they were, they were taped, DVR'd, or, or you know, whatever, you would go back and listen to them, um, or watch them, I should say. Uh, the 3.3 contest was, was, was special. That, that was special. I, I like the three-point shooting contest. We had a new champion emerge from the three-point shooting contest. And this person that emerged from the shooting contest was a complete stranger. Now, I really never heard of Joe Harris. I mean, the name sounds familiar, but 
just hadn't hadn't really thought about Joe Harris ever. Apparently, he plays for Brooklyn now. He's a starter. Apparently, he had gotten out of the league, had gone through some tough times, I think, with Cleveland. And now, all of a sudden, he was he's back in the league with Brooklyn getting a second chance. Like, I hear a lot of the NBA players are, are getting second chances with the Brooklyn Nets. And let me deviate just a second. And a shout-out to the Brooklyn Nets because if many of you don't know, Trajan Langdon, who played ball here in Alaska, played for East High in Anchorage. If I'm not under, if I'm not misunderstood, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I should say, he also is one of the head honchos there as an executive with the Brooklyn Nets. And it's no coincidence that Brooklyn is doing as good as it's doing. I mean, Brooklyn is in the playoffs right now in the East, and that's saying a lot. So back to Joe Harris, he literally has one of the smoothest strokes that I I must say that I've seen in a long time. And his his expressions, he he has none. I mean, he he has a stoic uh, facial expression. It, It never changes. Here he is going up against arguably the best three point shooter in history of the NBA. And he literally just goes out there and strokes three after three after three. And I'm like, wow, this guy is like ice in his veins. And Curry, Steph Curry, mind you, Steph Curry comes back. And he literally, and this is a championship round, hits his first nine shots. I mean, I mean, and you're just like, Steph is not going to let this, who, who do we, Joe Harris. He's not going to let Joe Harris beat him but you know what it it, it happened uh Steph missed a couple and uh, eventually I uh, fell a little short I think he scored 24 I think Joe Harris had 26 uh one of Steph's balls went in and went out and that would have tied it at least uh Steph didn't go down without a fight but uh this Joe Harris man merges a new name uh in the NBA circle so um, shout out to him. Shout out to his uh, fan base uh, that he was able to uh, win the three-point shooting contest. Now, the dunk contest, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to talk much about that. I wasn't really a big fan of the dunk contest this time around. No disrespect to the winner in the dunk contest. I've seen the last few dunk t- contests that we've had, they've been really, really good. And I'm not saying this one wasn't was really bad, but it, it wasn't on the same level that I've seen other ones. OK, and so I, I, I it didn't really make my heart race when I was watching this dunk contest. Uh, the personnel to me, it, it has to be a lot of charisma, it has to be a lot of character in there. And I didn't really see a lot of that in this dunk contest. And no disrespect to any of the, the, the performers in it, because what these guys do is phenomenal. I, I, you know, I, I'm not disrespecting any of these guys and what they're able to do. Don't get me wrong. But we've, we've seen some phenomenal dunk contests. I mean, I actually witnessed Jordan and, and Dominique Wilkins. Come on. I mean, I got so much history on watching these. I, I mean, they, it just goes way, way back. But um, hopefully we'll continue to get better. Uh, From my understanding, Giannis might enter the next one coming up. Um, Donovan Mitchell might get back in one. Maybe Zach Levine will get back in it. 
uh, Gordon, uh, the, the Magic. Boy, those are some really good con- uh, dunk contest contestants. So hopefully we can um, really upgrade that dunk contest. But no disrespect to those that participated in the winner of the dunk contest as well. So moving on, I also wanted to talk just a a little bit about the game, uh, about the city, the venue uh, where All-Star Weekend was held. Charlotte, North Carolina. This was special to me because many of you know or you, you probably will be knowing as you follow me that I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. I I follow Michael since his North Carolina days. When I actually watched the game, I was watching the game. I I remember I was watching the game in 1982 when Michael hit that jumper from the side against Georgetown. I, I, I literally remember that game like it was yesterday. And I remember watching his career uh, continue to evolve and how many people thought he'd just be a scorer. Many people thought he'd, he'd never win a championship. Many people thought he'd never be able to play defense. And Michael broke every myth. And now we're, we're able to witness Michael on a whole nother level. And to me, and many of you don't know, I am African-American young b- black male which I'm not saying, it, what other differences does that make? Well, I, I, I am, you can probably see it in my picture. But it means a lot when you see someone of our nature doing some of the things that they're doing. Mind you, when I was coming up, there was never a black owner of any NBA franchise. And so whenever I see that, I'm just ecstatic. To me, Michael has has done to what many people in my generation or before me would say it could never be done. But I digress. Listen, Charlotte, North Carolina, we got a chance to kind of see what they had to offer. It's a small market in the NBA. Small markets tend to struggle with superstars. They tend to struggle uh, getting attendance up. But this particular small market has been trying to revitalize itself and get stronger. Michael has an all-star now in Kemba Walker. He was not only an all-star, but he was a starter for the all-stars, which made it even greater for him. But this was just great to see. It was great to see this all-star game held in Charlotte, North Carolina, and to see how Michael had literally lobbied to have this all-star game there in Charlotte. And that just means a lot. I mean, if you're a basketball enthusiast, if you love basketball, these are the types of things that basketball enthusiasts will try to do. Wherever we are, we'll try to make that place better. Now, you know, I'm gonna digress just a little bit. Now, you know my history. I came here from Portland, Oregon. I came up and played a year ball up here at UAF. I came up here but I came from a city that loved basketball. In fact, the Portland Trailblazers had just won the the NBA championship. I witnessed all of that. I come from a place where nothing but D1s, D2s, uh, JCs are all around me. I grew up where Freeman Williams, one of the leading scorers in the nation played. I watched numerous outstanding athletes over my years coming up. So when I got to Fairbanks, Alaska, all I wanted to do was make basketball better. That was my goal. Once I stopped playing, I wanted to do whatever I could to make other players better. 
And even far before my son came along, I was running leagues. I was running spring, summer leagues just to get players better. I was running junior NBA leagues. I was running all types of upward leagues. I was running number of leagues just so that our community could get the feel of basketball. And so much so that I was given an award. I was given an award in 2007 as being instrumental in being named Mr. Basketball of the community because I had showed such a great interest in making basketball better here in Fairbanks, Alaska. And so this is all you see what Michael's trying to do. He's trying to to help Charlotte. He's trying to infuse the power of what basketball can bring to a community. And I was just so happy to see uh, Commissioner Silverman uh, Silver just do this for uh, Michael. So along with the venue, that was just that was just awesome. But the game itself, listen, the game itself. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you all. I got to be honest with you all. Now, there have been all-star games where I have turned on, and I love the game of basketball, mind you, but they just can't hold my interest. I mean, there were times when we've had some all-star games just recently in the past where the guys literally just weren't playing any defense. It just didn't seem like there was anything going on out there at all. And I, I literally would just walk away from the television. I, I mean, I love to have the background on or the, or the television playing. But if something came up, I had to go. I wouldn't mind going. I said, I got it on tape. I can, I can record it. And, and, and so it wasn't a big deal. But I must say, this year's All-Star Game kept me glued to the television. And you're probably asking me, how or why were you so interested in this particular All-Star Game? And to be honest with you, it was very interesting to me, this, this, this game. I guess because, number one, Giannis, Team Giannis, seemed to be outmatched by Team LeBron. Now, come on. Team LeBron started. Kyrie, LeBron, Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Kevin Durant. I mean, what? Are you kidding me? I mean, this started five that... They had, and that's, and then coming off the bench with Clay Thompson. I mean, come on now, this this was this was incredible. This was incredible, and so most people thought that LeBron, uh, Team LeBron, would just come out and blow out Team Giannis. But what kept kept me intrigued, what kept me watching this game, was the fact that Team Giannis came out on fire. You know, Team Giannis himself came out and couldn't miss. I think he scored the first 14, 15 points of the game, all on dunks. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this game, and I'm like, whoa, Team Giannis is and Giannis himself, they're coming out ready to ball. They're coming out playing, okay? And all that, Paul George, seemed like Paul George couldn't miss a shot. I mean, everything he put up, it seemed like it was going in. And, I, I mean, this kept me glued. And to be honest with you, Team Giannis kept the lead first quarter, second quarter. They went into the halftime leading. They had the, but but by the third quarter, things began to change, you know. And so we were waiting. I was just, just I kept watching because I was waiting to see if Team LeBron was going to really fold this. I said maybe they got too much talent on this team, and I was waiting to see that if Team LeBron was going to fold. But sure enough, who do we have? LeBron, the great, the king. He somehow gets his guys motivated and they orchestrate this comeback. 
let me tell you, Damian Lillard was on fire. I mean, that guy literally almost pulled up from half court twice and hit threes. Klay Thompson, we know what Klay Thompson can do. And he he just went, I mean, ballistic. I mean, he just hit. He just hit shots from all over the court, which we know he can do. Okay? They, they literally put them back in the game. And Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards, he, he was another one. I mean, just draining threes. I mean, the three-point shot is just unbelievable. If I'm not mistaken, they shot over 163s combined in that all-star game. And it just changed the complexity of the whole game. Team LeBron was down by 20. Huh? They were down by 20. And by the, by the end of the third, I think they were, they were going into the fourth. I think they were up by one, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, listen, this was, this was, a, this was a treat. I must say this was a treat. And, and I was kind of pulling for Team Giannis because I thought that they were undermanned. I didn't think they were as good as Team LeBron. But at the same time, I was happy for LeBron because I am. I, I do like LeBron. I have, like I said, I've, I've not always been a major fan of LeBron, but I, I, I do respect LeBron and I respect for what he stands for and the things he's accomplished. I, I, I do. And the way that they were able to pull back and get this win was pretty impressive. Very, very impressive. And come on, you know what? Some of the highlights through this uh, All-Star game, which I'm sure if you watched the game, you saw a lot of it. Pretty, pretty impressive. Super impressive. The, the pass by Steph Curry with the bounce. I watched it on television when it, as it actually happened. That was pretty impressive. I mean, there was, there was some in, encouraging things, some exciting things taking place uh, in the All-Star uh, game. And uh, it was just nice to see the guys go out and play so hard. And, uh, I mean, if you didn't get a chance to see the All-Star uh, game, hopefully there's somehow you can, we'll be able to see it. I know they like to replay those games a lot. It's a game that I would really say that it's worth uh, watching. And, um, yeah, it really enjoyed the All-Star weekend, to be honest with you. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it all. So, again, I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Alaska Basketball Podcast. Just wanted to do a little recap on the all-star game and a little bit of uh, high school uh, coverage of a recap and I uh, want you to know that if there's any questions you have for me uh, any comments you can reach me at howardhornbuckle at gmail.com go ahead and email me if you have a question have a comment just want to show me some love really appreciate it I want you to remember too that I have a good friend in Shannon Fortune of State Farm he's a great great uh, a man, if you're looking for an, any insurance needs like that, give him a call, 907-452-1385. He sponsors so many things that I do uh, in the community with basketball and so forth to help the youth and the community. So really appreciate if you uh, hit him up uh, with anything uh, in your insurance needs. So this is Howard Hornbuckle signing off again for this podcast and hope to see, see you back next time. Good night.